genre. Like, when I had the idea to put the sequel titles in, mm-hmm. this is the one I thought of. <laughs> so, you're welcome. Okay. And then I was like, are there enough to... Yeah, there are. And so, <laughs> this is why I pain myself with this every single minute. Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2, Attack of the Clones. One minute at a time. My name is John. My name is Jeb. And we have Niall again. Hey. From the grand old land of Ireland. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm originally from Ireland, currently living well, in England. Yeah. So, yeah. You're Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, in Liverpool. Like We're that. currently going through, like, the worst weather we've had in Deadpool. years. Because it's uh, mm-hmm. the beast from the east has come. So, like, literally, like, the entire country is at a, this and Ireland. Oh, wait. At a standstill. So, like, a, the beast from the east, is that, like, a professional wrestler? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I wish. No, it's just a lot, a lot, a lot of cold air and a lot of snow. And it's a whole big thing of people who have been staying home from work all week. It's just, it's absolutely, like, all the news, because we don't get snow that often. So, literally, all the news is talking about it's just like Brexit, the snow, 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 Brexit, the snow. <laughs> See, at least you guys get like a break from like the terrible state of politics in your country, whereas we have, you know, we don't uh, get a break. no, we we don't get a break either. Trust me, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a near constant discussion. Literally within an hour and a half from us, there is a school shooting currently going on. Okay. Um, yeah. And the thing, the sad thing is that that doesn't even date the podcast because who knows yeah, what's going on. That just dates. Mm. That doesn't really date us. No, that just locates us. That locates as us yeah. in America. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you know what day we're recording on, then that then locates you can get, us. Yeah, then you know. Oh, that one. That yeah. shooting. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Thoughts and prayers. Minute forty-three of this film starts with a shoe polish. Happening, the reveal, the shoe polish, mm-hmm. and ends with Buzz gasping as we see a thing that is—it's a thing. It's mm. kind of hard to tell what it is at this point. Well, that's why—that's what the yeah. start of next minute is. Yeah, is I know. Finding out what the thing is. Yeah, but it's a—it's good minutes, Bront. I like it. It's, it's very good, and we get to see the end of basically Woody's whole restoration sequence. Yes. Yeah, which is supposed to be sad with the sting of the music, like the lingering chord. But that one, doing Woody's whole boot in one brush stroke mm. and seeing the brush, like, widen out. Oh, yeah. It's so mesmerizing. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> oh, this is ASMR AF right now. <sighs> yeah. ASMR AF. I was really happy with the even seeing, like, the lines of the paintbrush on his boot. Like, it's oh, such yeah. good detail, the animation of, like, oh, like yeah. they, they took care in doing it. Like, they took as much care you as the... You know that they must have actually done, like, a few brush strokes and filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. like, yeah, line up with this. I feel like this might have been, like, maybe some of the airport stuff later, but this is, like, right. some of, probably the hardest stuff to animate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's just, like, the detail and, and like, gotta go again. And, like, the buzz walking down an aisle, that must have been really hard to animate. Oh, yeah, and then literally <laughs> just being able to copy-paste, like, yeah. one asset over and over. Yeah. That was really difficult. I can't yeah. remember, though, uh, uh, is, it's not mentioned, is it ever mentioned in this movie or in Toy Story 3? Like, does Andy ever go, like, oh, why isn't my name written on Woody's well, boot no, anymore? No, Woody takes the paint off, which is weird because you'd think the paint would come off with him walking if he can purposely take it off mm. right. by applying pressure with his knuckles. But he does. Right. 
We'll it's, get to that when it happens, yeah. I guess. That is weird. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, but That's I mean, got me Andy thinking. doesn't notice that he's got, like, fresh Looks paint. Looks awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. got, like, Looks brand blush. new. Yeah, it's just, like, new. This would be, like, one of those, yeah, it'd be like the, you know, when somebody's pet dies when they're away to camp or something, and then the, the, the mom gets them, like, a new goldfish or a new dog or something, and they always mm-hmm. instantly know, like, this isn't my, this isn't my pet. Yeah. You think he would yeah. be a bit more like, well, why? You to, yeah, he's, you he's go like, off to camp and you meet your secret twin from Great Britain, and you're like, oh, but my ears are pierced. So they get an apple mm-hmm. and like a sharp thing, and they and stab you. Ear, yeah. yeah, and then you have to go back, and you have to be Lindsay Lohan with a British accent. Yeah, yeah, or Lindsay Lohan's twin with a British, British accent. accent, whichever mm-hmm. one. Well, did you know that Lindsay Lohan plays both of them? Yeah. I did, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know Which that. Which is weird, because her twin sister, who looks exactly like her, is actually Lorraine, a much better actor. Lorraine yeah. Lohan? Lorraine Lohan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I really hope someone just listened to this and went, wait. What? Uh, <laughs> and then I just ruined it for them by saying, yeah. I really hope that we fooled you. Yeah. Uh, the last they, thing they that... pause it there and yeah. Google Lorraine Lohan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, like, they have to, like, stop doing whatever they were doing, like, washing their dishes or exercising or in their car or whatever, and they're, like, thinking about Lorraine Lohan for, like, hours <laughs> until they, like, hit play again. <laughs> like, I actually got the away with, like, completely <laughs> someone with a fact one time. It was my own brother, and I was really stunned that I got away with it, because I just put up on Facebook one day that, oh, you know, Beyonce's name isn't actually pronounced Beyonce. It's actually pronounced uh, Beyonce, which is Algonquin for the good land. And he came oh out, God. months later, he came out with that to me and said, did you know that Beyonce's name is actually pronounced Beyonce? I was like, I wrote, that's a, yeah, I was like, that's a Wayne's World quote, you idiots. And he's like, what? <laughs> you incepted him so good. That's awesome. But the last thing the cleaner does is adjust Woody's badge, which makes me, is it, how is it affixed to him? Do you think it can be, it, it must be able to be crooked. Right. So it seems like it's just affixed by maybe like a thread. You'd think the badge would have come off too. Mm. Like Woody's not even talking about all the cleaner stuff that he does. He's in such good condition. Oh, I know. Like that that hasn't come off, that he hasn't lost the hat, all that. Which he didn't even, the cleaner didn't do anything with the hat. Mm. You'd think that the hat would be the most damaged part of all. Right. I mean, the the actual past of Woody is just like mesmerizing to me because it's like mm. within this trilogy of films you get so much about like his relationship with Andy as if Andy's like the that's his entire world and then when he realizes he has to go through a whole crux of like well Andy's gonna eventually give you up but you think like he's been around since the 50s or the 60s so surely he's been play- he's had previous owners there should be like a Woody prequel film really of who else owned him is it just interesting that he- to get into or is it like a... And you could see maybe him being, like, becoming the jerk that he was. Well, that would be... I don't know how narratively satisfying that would be. It's Unless... not like there have been any prequels that were not satisfying, like, the tech... <laughs> it could be, like, a the the ending of Drop Dead Fred, when, like... It's kind of baffling in that, where, when like... Fred drops dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> the giveaway in the title, unfortunately. But, no, at the end of that, like, Phoebe Cates, like, she's, like, you know, he's obviously drop-dead Fred's her imaginary friend, and then she grows and matures as a person, and she's like, I don't need you anymore, and he fades away. And at the end of the movie, we see him hanging about with another kid, and she recognizes, she doesn't see him, but she knows that's drop-dead Fred has now befriended another kid. But he doesn't acknowledge her. Like, he's up talking to her, like, to Phoebe so Cates. he has, like, an old owner who he just never talks about? Like, unless, it, when he gets passed on, maybe his memories have just, just kind of gradually fade away. So it's like, it's like in yeah, Stephen King's we It. See we see that with Bonnie, like, in Toy Story 4. Like, he's eventually like, oh, yeah, I used to belong to, um, 
What's, what's it? his name? What's and his name? Uh, yeah. And then he looks on his boot and he's like, nah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah, but like in uh, he's not uh, a... Stephen King's It's, but like when they go away from Derry after the kids, when they're adults, they have no memory of like the whole, oh, the crazy killer alien thing that was sh- shifted into a clown sometimes. And it's all like they have to gradually remember it as it comes back to them in the book. So it's like, maybe it is like, yeah, as Woody moves on to a new owner, like it's mind clouds over it's... or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you get old, you forget details of stuff. Like, I remember times I had with, like, friends that I had in, like, elementary and middle school, but, like, I could maybe forget their names or, like, you know, small details about them. Mm. It happens. And when you're constantly in an adult mindset for your whole life, like these toys are, you eventually, like, lose it. You know, you lose some of those details. Your memory sinks into nothingness, eventually. Mm. It's, a, it's a whole thing of how brains work although these are toy brains so who knows right they might be different mm-hmm. might be but speaking of Woody's age the cleaner says you handle him too much he's not gonna last and yet Andy plays with him the rest of his childhood <laughs> and like 10 years later he's fine yeah right he's completely well, yeah. the only difference is his arm isn't big anymore mm-hmm. but like yeah like I, I was almost like at the time is, is this supposed to be like is, is this a joke is this supposed to be a joke or something like it's like it's so like because all we've seen of Woody is, you know, he's introduced to us, has been banded about and thrown around the room. And, like, we know, like, oh, he gets played with a lot. So the idea the of, like, oh, he won't last if you play with him is like, oh, no, he will. Like, this guy. Yeah. He had one problem with his stitching, and otherwise it was just the paint was worn down a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, he didn't seem, like, the restoration process was, like, more of touch-ups yeah. Anything. It, seems it like wasn't he anything, last, like, yeah. very pressing. Other I'm surprised that there was no yeah. kind of continuity thing of, like, well, you know, uh, we briefly mentioned the last minute, like the, the Sid does that thing in his forehead with the the magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, like, it, it, it gets at the end of that movie, it's not there anyway. It's kind of healed or whatever. I guess his yeah. plastic can, or his wood can heal. Well, I I think that it was just it was surface level, and Woody eventually got it off. Yeah, of his head, like we talked about, it not being Something permanent. Like that, yeah, mm. yeah, but it would have been nice if he was like, oh, there was some damage here, and like. Yeah, Maybe, like, yeah. got the Q-tip and smooched at it a bit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he repainted Woody's entire face, despite that we didn't see... That was just a montage. Yeah, yeah. That, it was a montage, yeah. It was a 1980s shopping montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, where he comes out and, like, people are like, thumbs up, thumbs down, no, yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then about finally everybody's like, thumbs up, mm-hmm. all in unison. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really great one of those in the Bratz movie where... <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff, I had to mention the Bright Live Action movie again, but where people are showing off a dress to the mean girl character, and she and her dog are approving or disapproving, and at one point the dog barks at it, and she goes, I know, I agree, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good bad movie. Oh, guys, I love good bad movies. I mean, um, that's Brent one of the things like John Voight signed on movie. entirely because of that scene. He was just like, yeah, I read that yeah. one bit in the script, I was like, I am in for Bratz, just because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know anything about it other than that one scene. I like that at least, Niall, that you're at least familiar enough about it to, like, know John Voight's in it. Oh, (laughs) I was during that brief period where John Voight was just, like, showing up and everything. Like, you're watching Transformers, and you're like... Where's John Voight oh, here? Like, what's he's... Well, I haven't seen him in a while. He's always so... going to be super babies to me. This is maybe the best transition that we get in the whole movie. The new He's thing? just like new. 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 Yeah. 
But Buzz just like jumps in front of it dramatically. He's a diva. He's such a diva. <laughs> he wishes that like Slinky was there to be like, oh Whoa. cool, Buzz, do more tricks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's it's the thing that Buzz pre memory changed. Pre self awareness, yeah. yeah. Pre self aware or yeah, like the utility belt Buzz would do mm-hmm. and you'd be fine with, but now it's just like, okay, you're doing this for a camera that doesn't exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't quite see what's new here, though. It just says new, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like a barrel of random toys. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of background uh, toys, mostly next minute, but in this There's a lot of background. Buzz Lightyear's. We're not doing that yet, Chubb. Yes, we are. No, because first we have an important thing to mention. Oh, sorry. Which is, there's a real something finger. I couldn't read what it was. And there's something, uh, a Trampo brand trampoline way off there in the back that you can see. But more importantly, ah, yep. There's the Bugs Life toys. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the flick like on the ground and yeah. all that. Yeah, is it another Tuck one on the ground? Roll, Heimlich, and Dim. Yeah, yeah, all there. Brad Garrett. Yeah, I forgot that it was Brad Garrett until I looked it up for this minute. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I was looking up uh, Bugs Life. I think last time we were talking about it, and I was just like scrolling through like yeah. the faces, like the screen, like the, mm-hmm. the headshots. And of you're the like, people. hey, it's and I, I saw Brad Garrett, and I was like, what are you? Uh, Oh, oh yeah, Brad exactly. <laughs> Garrett nowadays is like, he's recognizable to a fault their though. Sitcom stuff, yeah, yeah. Pixar loves their sitcom stuff. They like, do. Half the people in all of their movies are just sitcom people. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. Like Inside Out is basically like an office reunion mm. or uh, Parks and Rec reunion. Both kind of Mindy Kaling, Amy uh, Poehler, Phyllis Schaeffler, and uh, Phyllis Smith. Oh, that's her name in the in the show is Phyllis. No, it's not. No, what is it? Phyllis Vance? Phyllis Phil, Lappin? What is it? Oh, Phyllis Lappin. Mm. Okay, yeah. Why um, do I think Phyllis Schiffler? I think that's a different person that exists in the Richard world. Kind is not in either one, but isn't he in a TV show? He's something. Yeah. He was, uh, something like spin, he was in City. Scrubs. Yeah. Mm. He was in Scrubs, too. Mm. He was, was a guy who always thought he was sick. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. The guy was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think he's Larry's cousin or something. Yeah, but he's... Oh yeah, it's like I think it's like a handful of episodes where he'll just appear. It's like Larry's yeah, he's just like in like a handful of like a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah, I just know him. Spin City was the like, the one I always like. It was him and Michael uh, J. Fox was kind of like the stars of Spin City. But Lewis Black, yeah. Mm. But the this is not the first time we've seen Bud's Life merchandise in this movie, Mm-mm. though. So like, it's really interesting to think of like, did Pixar in this universe just make Bud's Life? Right, it must have been like their first one because they couldn't have made Toy Story in the fiction of this movie right obviously mm. Mm. it's a yeah. president try to do like a knockoff version of like ants and have it in the bargain bin or something where it's just like <laughs> discounted toys just getting ready to chuck you know reduce to clear you get like patrick warburton's big ant in there right yeah and patrick warburton has done so many things kyle mclaughlin was the dad in inside out that's what i was missing oh yeah. okay yeah that's actually a question. Does Brad Garrett and Patrick Warburton, have they ever been in a thing together? Because that would be an interesting battle of voices. I feel like it's... I yeah. feel like they would be... Yeah, they'd be almost too much. Like, people will confuse them yeah. for each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, there's too many deep-voiced men here. It's yeah. like, you never have a superhero team with more than one, like, fast guy or stretchy guy. Or right. Like, you know, you gotta have that diversity. Mm-hmm. You know? You get too many. Even if your characters aren't necessarily diverse, their powers mm. are diverse. Yeah, well, something about them is diverse. Yeah, yeah. even if it's a little thing. That's what one of those things. Yeah, like, you cause, don't want too many cause, of those Warburtons. Like some of those guys Warburton too. Like, voices. like I, I love them, but at the same time, they're, they're recognizable to a fault now. Like it's mm-hmm. like yeah. they had that uh, that recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and like, oh, they were doing Krang, and then you sit down, and you watch it, and you hear his voice, and it's like that's Brad Garrett. 
And it's like, Brad Grant is. <laughs> the guy who does Krang, the Krang's got an iconic voice. The guy who does him is still right. alive. You could have got him back. They got Optimus Prime back for the Transformers movies. Just get in the guy who did Krang. Yeah. But then you got in, yeah, Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond. And it's like, yeah. no, this isn't working for me at all, man. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not. Like a, it's like with the casting for the Lion King uh, live-action adaption, where it's like, for some reason, the, the only person they bring in is James Earl Jones, but for some reason... Like Rowan only... Atkinson is still alive. Yes, that's the only one that I, for some reason, have Matthew a Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I know, because I was going to say, I really like Donald Glover as yeah. Simba. I don't care about any of the recasting changes, and I love John Oliver, but for some reason, I really want Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, it's right. like it doesn't make it... Yeah, because yeah, he's still active. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Matthew Broderick, kind not so much. Mm-hmm. He no. was in the most recent season of uh You know what uh, movie Bojack, people that's about don't it. talk about enough? What? Rat Race. Speaking of Ron Atkinson. Because that movie is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a got, weird movie. It's got All-Star in it. It ends with, an all, <laughs> with a Smash Mouth concert. Yeah. Someone should do that movies by minutes. Because it is an incredibly strange film. Uh-oh. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, again from Lion King. There we go. Mm. Yeah, thing. I, I kind of want them to yeah. do like have someone do like all the Shrek movies, and then someone does Rat Race, and then at the end, whenever All Star plays in any of the movies, they have to get in like the five minutes of mystery guy, and have to get in. Everyone has to have to be synergy every time, and every time they're just like, oh "You're talking about All Star again? Hey, the song's still." Yeah. It's something, you know? <laughs> it's a thing. Mm-hmm. That song that was just everywhere for a while. Yep. Yep. What well, a concept. <laughs> I could use a little fuel myself. <laughs> Remember when they thought they were going to be the next Beatles, but then Shrek ruined them? The, that was, that was a real thing? That was a thing, they yeah. They thought they were going to be the next Beatles? Yeah. Shrek didn't ruin them. That was what they said, though. Well, yeah, but maybe um, looking like it's Guy Fieri and it's, singing like a guy with a with a. It's something cough. to blame. Yeah. Okay. This is why I'm wondering if the silo is actually full of toys. Because for some reason in Al's Toy Bien, he has an entire aisle dedicated to all just original, unmodified, there's no utility belt on them, that's a separately sold accessory, Buzz Lightyear's. There's no booster or whatever the other characters in Star Command. There's no, like... Buzz, but this one has battle damage. Right, it's all this. Buzz yeah. It's all just buzz. Yeah, it's just buzz. <laughs> Who's buying this many buzzes a year out? Mm. You know, That's a, or, or more if this takes place later. That would have been actually like a good if Pixar were a more cynical, cash grabby company, which you know you could argue that they've since become. But um, mm-hmm. like they should have been doing like, oh yeah, submarine buzz and you know, well, journey to the center a, of the earth buzz uh, and stuff like that. Like do a proper. Like, there's a Toy Story comic that is mm, meh, not that great, but it took place between Toy Story two and three. You know, came out during that time. And there is, they go to a different toy store, and there are, like, there's an old wizard buzz, and there's a cowboy buzz, and there's all sorts of, <laughs> you know, these other buzzes. Yeah, because that would be, um, like, that's, that's the level that, like, the, the turtles got to, where it was, like, oh, Pablo Picasso as, as one of the turtles. Like, Leonardo Leonardo yeah. was literally a Leonardo da Vinci toy at one point, I believe. Andy Warhol turtle. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the thing is, because Pixar oh, could have been, like, Frida oh. Kahlo the turtle. The <laughs> <laughs> turtle with a unibrow. But the thing is, Pixar could have been like, oh, we can, if we put these in the movie, then we can make toys out of them, and we can increase our productivity mm. by them, like, hey, you got what you want, well, battle damage buzz and stuff like that. But they didn't do it, which I is... I don't think they realized how much they could cash grab out of these movies until Cars, mm. and that's why there are three Carses and a bunch of planes. <laughs> cars, yeah. 
That's why Cars 2 happened despite it being Cars 2. Right. Mm. But I will do... There's uh, not even Zergs in this aisle, though. Like, there need to be... Maybe across the aisle you just don't ever see the Zergs. Mm. No, because we do see across the aisle. Man, there need to be Zergs here, too. Yeah. Come on. But we'll say that this shot of him walking across, as I mentioned in the last minute when we had the, the Q-tip going into the eye, I've been like, oh, it's kind mm-hmm. of like in first contact. This now, this is the shot of the Borg Hive. Like the all the yeah this is well this is Buzz's encounter like this is the weird thing that you get when you have toys as your characters is oh there's multiple buzzes mm-hmm. hmm well it, it, we'll get into that when he actually you know gets into conversation but a lot of this is very like okay. not confusing because you just have to like ah oh, just roll with it but there is a there's a lot of questions that come from his encounters with the other buzzes <laughs> to me but. that's gotta be fake Jeb found the thing where Smash Mouth say. F you, Shrek. Yeah. You turned us into a joke. We were finna be the next Beatles. <laughs> that's, that's no, I did see in real life, though, they were, like, someone was like, oh, this song from Shrek, and they were like, this song was already popular before Shrek yeah, came I out. Know. Yeah, they get super defensive on Twitter. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be yeah. fair, yeah, yeah. But but still. You have that argument as well. Like, I mean, you have Eels, the there band. They, they, they had a song in all thing. the Shrek movies, and they're still, like, respected artistic bands. Whereas Smash Mouth, are, yeah, are, are like, I love the eels, yeah. yeah. So like the a joke, a, yeah. Smash Mouth, are like, no, they're just like a punchline now. <laughs> so I can't, yeah. I can't. Th- you can blame. I think a- it's maybe just because the dude's voice is so weird, and he looks like Guy Fieri. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he is Guy Fieri. Like he has an alter ego. Basically. Oh, like one of his alter egos, like hard. I was gonna say that's maybe why Smash Mouth isn't very active anymore. Because like Guy Fieri went and did the Smash Mouth thing, and then was like, "Oh no, everyone made it into a meme. Never mind. Now I'm I have to go. turn it into a meme." And then he does. Yeah, and then he's like, "I have to turn mm. into a meme now and eat food <laughs> and do diners, drive-ins, and, and wear dives. like three pairs of sunglasses on my person at all times, and mm. like crazy like shirts, like bowling shirts." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, how weird would it be to just see a bunch of copies of yourself? I mean, we get more into this next minute, but, like, this is... Like, as an Attack of the Clones, man. There's so many clones around. Yep. Look at all these buzzeses. Buzzeses. Yeah, the buzzes, The bazingas. Nice. Yeah, Young Sheldon. Boom. Talk about Bazinga. Hey. This is a wild minute. Mm. Good times. Yeah. Good I will mention for a bit of continuity as well, because it talked about... Oh, yeah, the Buzzborg thing there. It's like, oh, because I alluded to that in the last episode, but it did allude mm. to well, in back in episode we one. Have some Star Trek y things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. The, I just thought I should mention, like, just more because I just made the note. <laughs> that the mm-hmm. the guy, though, who plays Jerry in this, Jonathan Harris. Uh, Jonathan Harris. Yeah, he was the villain on Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah. But I also found out, apparently, that he was in a third man TV show, like a TV version. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Michael Rennie from, like, The Day of the Earth System. I didn't even know that existed yeah, until I looked up Jonathan yeah, Harris. Yeah, neither did I. I was like, that's crazy. But yeah, just the fact that like the Citizen Kane reference it back in like the first minute of the week, and it's like, oh yeah, and this guy was in uh-huh. a TV version of a film mm-hmm. that famously starred Orson Welles. And blah, blah, blah. So I thought that would have been a nice little bit of continuity. It's all uh, connected, but... man. Yeah, yeah. It's all connected. Like we have a quasi director. Like Guy Fieri was Paul, right? <laughs> Sorry. No, he. Oh, Paul died, and then Guy Fieri replaced him. <laughs> a theory, yeah. Yeah, it's a theory theory. A theory. A theory. If you will, mm. yeah. well mentioned. Like I think it almost can directly tie Wayne Knight as well, who I absolutely just love. He's a character actor. I'm like, oh my mm. god, just Wayne Knight. Just oh. apparently, like you know, in the beginning of Batman Forever, there's that like when the whole Two Face bit, like the the opening mm. gam- the, at the gamut, and uh, 
there's that annoying security guard who like Two Face has ho- hostage. Apparently, that was written for Wayne Knight, and then he turned it down. Oh, really? So, what? Yeah, apparently. Well, this is weird. The thing but, about Batman Forever that needs to—I mean, I'm sure you guys will come up with this eventually. But uh, when you do talk about it, but Batman Forever, the two main villains should have switched who was playing them. <laughs> Batman it would make for... him so much better. That was uh, Two Face and Riddler. Yeah, so yeah, because Jim Carrey could have played a great. Well, obviously it should have been Billy Williams, but um, yeah. he was already playing him. But right. Jim Carrey would have done a great Two Face because uh-huh. he could be campy sometimes and then serious sometimes. And then Bill, uh, not uh, Billy, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, another someone with an E thing. Yeah, in middle name. Although that and a generic last. That's name. the thing. I would say though, Tommy Lee Jones can play. He could play a great Two Face. It's just that that film doesn't allow him to to actually do the to new one. But could you imagine yeah. him playing the Riddler too? Like he could play a really good Riddler. Eh. I wish that the Dark Knight had not gone into Bane and instead had done a Riddler because that would yeah. be a really cool, like like a Sherlock Holmes kind of villain, you know? Yeah. Which is Batman is basically Sherlock Holmes just dressed up in a cape, but you yeah, know, and he's like meaner. Yeah. <laughs> is he meaner? Physically, mm. I guess. Yeah. Well, it depends on which iteration of Sherlock Holmes. If it's the Robert Downey yeah. one, he he fight people. Yeah, he hit him. I think yeah. maybe it might have been just yeah. Chris Nolan though, trying to avoid any comparisons of like, oh, it's the third movie. You got to do the Riddler because he's always in the third one of these, right? And he's just like, no, no, we're doing a completely different. I'm getting Bane. He's never been done before, right? And then someone was like, oh no, he's in the fourth one, and he's just like, ah. <laughs> I don't do him anyway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a different. It's a different Bane. Yeah, it's an entirely different Bane. Yeah. Not just just yells. Is it? Is it though? Because that Bane is the yeah. Molded by. Okay. Okay, Jeb. That's good. Good job. Good. Good boy. But isn't that different though? Because I mean, that that Bane is he is the the whipping boy to the female lead villain who's the mastermind of everything. And at the end of The Dark Knight Rises, mm. you find out that Bane was in fact just the whipping boy who was under the thumb yep. of Talia al Ghul, who was masterminding everything and was in fact the main villain yep. of the movie. So it's kind of like, no, well, yeah, it, it is the same. This whole uh, protest against the rich, I mean, that was all paid for by George Soros, so. Mm. Oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, that was yeah. clearly, mm. yeah, a thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next minute is a huge one as far as notes go because there's a lot of background stuff, so so until next time, listeners, it's going to be just like new because we'll have a new episode tomorrow. Yeah. Get it? For yeah. display only. Yeah, because you are not allowed to listen to it. You can only look Question. at it. You can look at the physical He's file. Yep. Yeah. He's a rootinous, cowboy in the wild, wild west.